remember dancing that song at the high school dances and just grinding my ass off. Oh Super my thing. god! Unbelievable atmosphere. <laughs> for high Sandstorm. school bow grinding. Chill yeah, out. Baby. Yeah, Forty bunk. Ain't no room for Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 19 of Facts and the King. What's up? I am Nate Collins. My friends and everyone here calls me Dr. Facts. Played four years in the NFL, a couple years in the CFL, and I am a Virginia Cavalier alum, Wahoo Wah, Rivalry Week, Beat Tech. What's up? I'm Bo Allen, aka the Butter King. I have a divine right as mandated by God to lead men to butterdom. Played for seven years in the NFL out of Wisconsin. Huge rivalry week for us. Thanks a lot for that intro. Facts. What are you torqued about? I am torqued. I have my best friend coming to town for Thanksgiving, my homeboy Oliver. Um, We went to middle school, high school together. And I'm most torqued about now when friends, like, volunteered to come visit it's like having an extra babysitter around. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that for me and my girl. But um, no, it's it's holiday time. Um, I'm always excited to have friends around. And um, my daughter just got like all of her shots. So we can kind of like have more people around like and not really feel um, a way about it. And pending... Pending the weather, I don't know if the weather is going to be good enough, but was planning to try to bring her to the Virginia, Virginia Tech game this weekend, but it might be a little too cold. So we might have to wait for a couple of years when it comes back to Charlottesville. You got to get her indoctrinated into the rivalry early facts. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Got to. Wahoo Wah. Beat the Hokies. <laughs> beat yeah, the big Hokies. rivalry week. We're going to get to that more later in the pod. Let me tell you what I'm torqued about, Dr. Facts. I'm still kind of riding the high of my honorary captain, Hey, I see uh, honor that, that I received lit. this weekend. Yeah, we did a big family trip to Madison, Wisconsin. I was an honorary <laughs> captain for the game. Single-handedly led the boys to victory Ooh. over Nebraska in overtime. Yeah, so it got a little dicey. Did you call heads or tails? So I actually didn't call. It's weird. I've never done, uh, like, I have actually wasn't <laughs> never a captain for the Badgers. Um, oh, are you serious? Yeah, so I was, I was, that was like my first, like, college coin toss experience. So, like, <laughs> it's really funny. I'm on the sidelines. Like, we've been tailgating all day. Uh, so I was like a little busted up and then went and like dapped up all the guys, like met fickle head coach, talked to D line coach briefly. Uh, and then we like lock arms, we like walk out to the coin toss. And then I'm like, I'm out there and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know what I mean? Like the, the Nebraska dudes are like dapping up the guys from Wisconsin. They're kind of like chit chatting, like, let's stay healthy. And then like one of them comes to dap me up. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like, have a good game. Like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, what are you supposed to say when you're like an honorary captain at a coin toss? You just feel like a little ornament out there. Like, I don't know. So it was a little awkward, but <clears throat> super fun. Like they took really good care of us in Madison. Like I said, my mom and dad came out, my brother, my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law went to Madison. My sister went to Madison as well. Her boyfriend. So we, it was really fun, man. Cause I hadn't really had a kind of like a college football experience in a long time. And Hadn't really like tailgated and and done like the whole like bar hop. What time was the game? Six thirty kickoff. So it was a oh, night game it, at Camp oh, Randall. Yeah. Oh, so it was a late game. So um, what game. time did you start tailgating? Early. We went to brunch <laughs> and then they like we went to a brunch early. Like my sister is like, 
I travel with her a lot. She like loves to plan everything out, you know. Like, uh, my sister's she, like that too. Yeah, and she went to Madison, so she like had all, we all kind of like did this draft, and we all had like different bars or different food we wanted to go to, and we all got to kind of like choose. And anyway, we we ended up going to brunch, uh, like got some bloodies and like walked around a little bit, and then I had to go do like a recruiting alumni thing, like a Q and A over at Camp Randall <laughs> with these recruits, what? and then I like went back out. And like bar hops, like four or five different bars uh, before, you know, meeting up with some like my, one of my best friends I played with and going to the game. So I was a little, you know, I was a little served on the sideline, but that's, you know, I don't think anyone's really too surprised about that, honestly. Bloody Marys, like Bloody Marys. What, what is it like? What's the allure of drinking oh. tomato juice with alcohol? It's so good, dude. They, Bloody Marys in Wisconsin are different, though. It's kind of like a much more of a production. No, like no, Loki, but, but the state no, of no, Wisconsin the, is just filled with alcohol. But, <laughs> but forget the production, the taste, bro, the taste. It's good. I like it. I mean, I, I don't really know what to say, man. You get a spicy, bloody. You get a little beef stick in there, some cheese, some garnish, <laughs> like a, a fat, bloody, and a coffee. And then in Wisconsin, I didn't realize this was this wasn't necessarily a thing everywhere. But when you order a Bloody Mary in Wisconsin, they serve it to you with a beer sniffer, snifter on the side, so it's like a little mini beer. It's like a two for one. It's great. Wow. You never, yeah. Have you ever experienced that? No, I've tried Bloody Mary once, and it's something that I see my friends drink a lot. And, again, it's one of those things I, I don't, I just don't get it. it it's it's oh, cold man, tomato paste with, like, alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. You, gotta weird, get, but... you just got to get the right one. I feel like, like oh. Yeah, like, maybe it'll be immediately converted. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> But anyway, I had a really good time at the game and super happy that uh, Badgers got a victory in overtime. So it was a good experience, man. So it's always fun to like, I don't know, it was, it was like I was experiencing my own college game through the lens of my family, you know, almost and uh, kind of how they did it when I was in school there. So it was, it was it was a lot of fun, man. So that's I'm still torqued on that. I'm riding that high and go Bucky, man. It's a huge win. First time back. They actually honored us when I was on the uh, Wisconsin football team in 2010, 2011 and 2012. We won the Big Ten. So last oh, year nice. they kind of had a ceremony for us. And we had like a really big group of guys that were really cool. So. But it was my first time back, kind of like, you know, with my whole family. And, um, you know, we were in, like, the athletic director's suite during the game. And it was kind of cold. So That's lit. folks were pumped about that. They took really good care of us, man. They really rolled out the red carpet. And it was, it was a really fun experience. So about whatever, however many years ago, um, the last time we beat Virginia Tech, I got to carry the flag out, like, running the flag out in the tunnel. So, like, it wasn't, like, honorary captain. I don't know if they do that. It's probably – I don't know if it's the same thing, but – it, yeah. that was that was cool and to think were about you nervous now, were you like in the tunnel like god i hope i don't fucking trip well yeah for one i wore tims <laughs> so yeah, i had tims on <laughs> and then for two i wasn't nervous but when i was running it out what i didn't realize it's actually kind of scary now thinking about it but the pyrotechs like it's really like i forget how hot like that pyrotech, like those those flames are, and then I'm holding a flag. So like I'm in my head, I'm like, yo, a lot of things re in in reality could have went drastically wrong with this, but like we made it out and we ended up winning. So <laughs> oh, yeah. look at us, dude, just leading our teams to victory. Look at that. Look at, look at we that. We don't even need to be on the field. Our presence is enough to just <laughs> to do it for the boys. They're like, fuck, Nate Collins is here. We better show out. Oh, Bo Allen's on the sideline, drunk as hell. We better win this one for him. Gotta we win it. We need this. Yeah. Gotta win it, yo. 
it's always fun to go back though. I feel like while you're playing, like when I, whenever I was in the NFL, like I go back for bye weeks and stuff like that. And like, it was cool, but when you're done playing, I feel like you can kind of look at your career, you know, through rose colored lenses a little bit and enjoy it a little bit more. So it, it was like, you get a little nostalgic uh, when you're done playing about it. So it was, you know, a little more emotional, but I had a really good time, man. Hell we'll have yeah. to get you up to Wisconsin fast. We'll get you to Madison. We'll have some Bloody Marys. We'll take you to the college club, <laughs> the KK. I guess we did it wrong because Aaron Matson, our big woman on campus again, she did it the right way where she basically took her college career and like what we're reminiscing about and she won up the and now she's coaching and she actually won the NCAA championship as a head coach for the UNC women's field hockey team. How do you feel about that? Dude, it's sick. Imagine being like the best player in the history of your sport and then just like a stud All-American winning national championships for the team and then immediately parlaying that into a head coaching gig at your alma mater and then winning the national championship the next year. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'm I don't think I could do that, bro. Like that's that's an unbelievable feat. Her fifth natty in 6 years, bro player and a coach but the one thing i'm excited about she has unlocked something in that sport and in that lane that now like other girls and like other people like can kind of maybe try and strive for like hey like if i know i'm not going to go pro in some of these sports or i don't want to try maybe try out or spend all my time waiting for the olympics or things like that what can I do else? And if you want to parlay it into coaching, maybe now there'll be programs and different classes or situations where it can get these, these students um, um, ready for this. If, if this is going to be something that maybe they're going to now allow to happen because her immediate success kind of shows that maybe it doesn't take whatever they thought it took to hire a coach to 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 be um successful but shout out to Aaron Matson because that 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 story is just the icing on the cake for like that that that's so lit i want to know how you can discipline a player on your team that you like <laughs> just spent 5 years with or whatever or just spent 4 years with in college and now you're the head coach and like someone's fucking up during practice like <laughs> god damn it becky like we bro, talked about I, this you fucked bro, me over last year when i was on the field <laughs> i want to know if like what type of coach she is and if she partied like if she can't go to her favorite bar anymore just like because <laughs> like you know how it is like if i'm a coach now i can't really like i can be out but like i can't really be at bars that my that my players are at and i wonder if she had to change like her whole routine and yeah. now is it different or like she was rooming with all of her girls on the team like when they played together and now like she's a coach she's just getting that paycheck she's like fuck y'all like i'm breaking this lease i'm going to these nice luxury apartment now <laughs> yeah or is she just still living with all of her college roommates still you know yeah, like, that'd be all bu bumming rides to practice together and stuff <laughs> i just yeah. wonder what that dynamic is like that's it's probably awesome, so bro. crazy, but that's that, that's dope, and that that's a that's an amazing story, and um, I'm excited to hear um w w what is to come for Aaron Matson and and that program down there. I'm I'm sure this done like if I was a field hockey player, I I feel like I'm I'm trying to go there. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, good school. Obviously, they're a really good program. They've got a lot of great players and. Apparently a pretty good head coach now, too. But Dr. Fax, take a breath, man. Lead me through some of these viral segments and quick hitters in this week. What, what did you see? What you got for me? Okay, fast facts this week. <laughs> we are starting right off the jump. Piss poll 
at the, Wrestler, <laughs> at the Wrestler and Oregon State versus Washington game, there is a, a Oregon State fan that is clearly, clearly super drunk, and he's standing at this pole, like inside a corridor near the snack area, it's and just right out of the concourse, <laughs> he is just he is discreetly pissing. So the people immediately around him, they don't know he's pissing, but the people far away realize what he's doing, and they're videotaping him. And I don't know what happened to this guy, but you shouldn't drink anymore like that, or you got to get better friends because that is unacceptable, and you might end up on the Predators list for that. So We got to put a piss pole in at Studio J. That's good male bonding right there. It's good, clean male bonding. I like it. Next up, shout out to the walk-ons. Everyone knows the walk-ons are the hardest working people on the college football team. Texas A&M, they do this every year where they have an entire squad um, of kickoff of all walk-on players. And this year when they got their play, they caused the fumble. That is lit. That seems exciting. And I know I loved all I, I like the way we did walk-ons here at Virginia, the numbers you had, they had a 100 numbers and I, I was number 98. So like my locker was in the corner with basically all the walk-on guys. And I had a newfound respect for all walk-on players, just knowing that they had to have higher GPAs and realizing they weren't eating like in the same cafeterias as us. And they basically had to do more off the field just to even be in the locker room. So got to respect that. Yeah, and if you watch that clip, it's sick. You can see the whole sideline get hyped for this walk-on Hell team. Yeah. I feel like the, the whole stadium kind of – because this is a tradition that's gone back for a while. And if you watch a clip, it's awesome because it starts off the kickoff team. Like, first of all, big hit on the returner and kind of bounces him back a little bit. And then Man. right after that, they force a fumble, and then the stadium was going crazy. And all these guys, like, went in, this, in the end zone and celebrated. And that's a, high, that's a career high for all those dudes. And they fucking deserve it, man. Shout out to them. Hey, next up, we have South Carolina with a live performance of Sandstorm. And I hope this is a trend that other schools maybe get their budget up to start because yeah. that looked Lit. Sick. Lit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember dancing that song at the high school dances and just grinding my ass off. Oh Super my thing. god! Unbelievable atmosphere. For high Sandstorm. school bow grinding. Chill yeah, baby. Out. Yeah, baby. Bonk. Ain't no room for Jesus. <laughs> Yo, next up we got the cheap seats. This week, Arkansas FIU were selling tickets for $3. And I'm not going to lie. I wish that Virginia would take this model <laughs> because they're selling the, the tickets for this week's UVA VTech, 90 bucks. No way. I'm not having it. That is crazy. Lower your prices. I like the $3. Hey, invite everyone to the game. Get more crowds because at the end of the day, $3 is a good enough price for the entire family to enjoy themselves and go see a football game. Don't you think? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. JMU has a record-setting set game day performance this week with 26,000 people showing up to Harrisburg, Virginia to watch the JMU Dogs lose in overtime to App State. <laughs> and with all the talk about the NCAA 
letting them bowl and them taking it to court. I know the guys at NCAA were watching this game like, that's what you fucking get. <laughs> that's what you fucking get. There's probably a lot a lot of really bummed uh, JMU alum out there. Am I right, Shadow Realm? <laughs> Sorry, Reed. Sorry, Sorry Reed. Cowboy Reed. Reed. Next up, ref hits players in the nuts with the flag. Bro, how would you feel if a ref indirectly threw a flag, bro, at you and it jimmy tapped you, bro, in the game? I'm charging the mound. You're going to have to eject me. <laughs> like, there's some things that you just can't stand for, and that's one of them. First of all, I hate the fucking refs enough, all right? They're blowing calls left and right, and now they're hitting me in the nuts with their flags. You better be ready. I got a bull rush coming right for you, ref. All right, Dr. Fax, let's look to the future a little bit. We got rivalry week this week. A lot of fucking rivalry games, a lot of bad blood here in the college football sphere. Personally, I'm very excited about it. I got a vested interest in some rivalries this weekend. So let's talk a little bit about this upcoming slate. We got Washington State versus Washington, the Apple Cup. We got number 15 ranked Oregon State versus number six, Oregon. That's going to be a pretty big one. And number two, Ohio State versus number three, Michigan. That's the game, obviously the biggest rivalry game in the history of college football. One that's got a lot of great storylines, a lot of bad Maserati blood. Maserati Marv. <laughs> Maserati Marv might pop off a little bit. You got a coach that's going to be watching from his couch for this game. What are you most excited about for rivalry weekend? The Commonwealth Clash. And that is the Virginia versus Virginia Tech. It is at Scott Stadium in Charlottesville this year. We haven't beaten them in a few years, but the last time I was at the game, actually me, Chris, and Macon, um, we were all at this game. Um, and I got to run the flag out, and Hell we yeah. won. I'm looking for the same results this year. Um, the spread is Virginia at plus two and a half, but I think it's more like a Virginia minus 6.5 type of game. Whoa. Anthony Calandria is playing lights out, and I think these guys, they're going to come together. They've been through so much, a lot of these guys on this team, and I think these seniors, I think they're going to go out with a bang this year. Well, I'm going to get to my rivalry week game shortly, but let's talk a little bit about some of these others quick before I get there. Uh, Washington State versus Washington, like I said, Apple Cup. Washington leads 75-33-6 to 33, six overall. Uh, and they're the last meeting. Washington won 51-33 to 33 in November 26th of 2022. We got a couple good quarterbacks. Penix, Cam Ward. Should be a pretty good game, but I'm pulling for Washington in this one. Next up, Oregon State versus number six, Oregon. I'm kind of a Bo Nix fan. He's got a fucking killer name. He feels like he's been in the NCAA playing college football for like 15 years, even though he's only in his fifth year. But I kind of like the trophy, this one, the Platypus Trophy. Platypus, what a fun, fun animal. Uh, a lot of platypus trophy. Phineas and Ferb. Isn't that a platypus in that show? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of pulling for Oregon in this one. Oregon State, they're not too slouchy, uh, rank 15 overall. But really want to see Oregon win because I think they have a chance for some uh, playoff hopes still that are alive. And I want my boy Bo Nix to continue to ball out. I'm kind of pulling for him for the Heisman, Dr. Fax. I like Bo Nix. I think he's a fucking good player. Okay, let's talk about Ohio State-Michigan. The Ooh. game. Ohio Ooh. State leads this game 19-13-1 in the last meeting uh, last year on the 26th of November of 2022. Michigan won 45-23. to There's a lot of buzz about this game. Obviously, a, a lot. lot of... A lot of cheating allegations directed towards Michigan. You know, these are two teams that are both, you know, have rightfully so. They're very good teams, but they both have a lot of playoff chances. And we might see them likely in the, you know, 
we will see them in the college football playoff and likely the Big Ten championship as well. So what do you what do you think about this game? What are you excited about for Michigan Ohio State? Yeah, this game is huge. This game is going to be huge, and I'm waiting for Michigan to lose so they can say, oh, it was because um, they took our coach away. I, Free I, I Harbaugh. Just Come on, facts. Yeah. Free him. Free the man. No, no, no. Do your time. And the fact that he even gets to, like – the way he's being punished right now is almost kind of crazy. Just seeing how much he's in the media, like during the week. And you guys, you kind of forget the fact like, yeah, this guy can't even coach. You can't like you get the coach <laughs> during the week, but you can't even be on the sideline. And I think this is a game that that really might be what is the deciding factor and winning and losing. So I'm interested to see this game just like everyone else. Well, Harbaugh staying involved, even though he's not on the sideline during the week. I know. Yeah, the quote of the week. I'm just going to read this off. He goes, <laughs> I go back to the Ted Lasso show, Believe. What comes out of that is belief. Despite that noise, our locker room is in one piece. And like Ted, for me, a locker room is a lot like my mom's bathing suits. I like to see them in one piece. <laughs> Jesus. Like, this guy. Dude, this I'll never guy. forget. Harbaugh came when he was at Stanford. I was getting recruited uh, to be a Stanford to go to Stanford. He was the head coach. He came. I'm at my parents' house right now and sat right down in our living room. And he was one of the strangest motherfuckers of all time. My parents still talk about how bizarre he was and how intense he was during, you know, that recruiting visit. And he was like that during just a random recruiting visit for a random kid in Minnesota. I can't even imagine what he's like around the locker room. So I kind of like Harbaugh though, man. Like he's always got these quotes. There's always something going on with him. He's kind of a weird, quirky guy. Uh, I'm kind of pulling for Michigan in this one, man. I fucking hate Ohio state. There's only one team in the big 10 that I hate more than Ohio state. And that is the Minnesota (laughs) golden Gophers who are playing my Wisconsin Badgers for Paul Bunyan's ax in Minneapolis on Saturday. So that's another rivalry game. Facts. I know you talked about Virginia and Virginia Tech. This is a fucking big, big game. Paul Bunyan is a is a fictional ca- character. No, he's real. He lives in the hearts of every single Minnesotan and Wisconsinite. <laughs> Along with Babe the Blue Ox. But yes, no, he is fictional. His axe, however, is not. So that's the trophy for this rivalry game, which is the longest standing college football rivalry game. It's been played since 1890. And it's actually a really big game for the Gophers as well. They need to win this game to be bowl eligible. So brought on a Gopher alum, Mm -hmm. someone that I'm buddies with from my time in Tampa, former Gopher football player and current Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Co-Kef. Let's talk about this rivalry. All right, we are joined by Minnesota Golden Gopher alum and my buddy who's down in Tampa Bay, Co. Co, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome on the pod. So, Co, you were at University of Minnesota 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. Congrats on being in college for six <laughs> years, man. Dude, I was living the American dream, just college for as long as you possibly can. It was amazing. You're like Van Wilder up on the Minnesota campus. Uh, it, was, it was bad the last, like, that six year was rough, dude. I couldn't do the whole college scene anymore. <laughs> You're over it. You're like, I got to get down to Tampa. I can't do this shit anymore. Needed it bad. Uh, so, Co, obviously a huge game. I want to talk about the Axe game, which is, you know, Badgers versus Gophers. It's the longest, it's the most played rivalry in Division One sports. Uh, first meeting is November of 1890. And uh, Paul Bunyan's Axe is the current trophy. In my opinion, the most badass trophy in all of college sports. Just tell me a little bit about why you love this rivalry and uh, kind of what it means to you as a Golden Gopher. In the state of Minnesota, this is this is the game. Um, it's probably close with uh, Iowa, but uh, I think the cake goes to Minnesota-Wisconsin. 
um just being in the twin cities and it's like relativity to wisconsin like hudson's right there um st croix river um there's a lot of intermingling going on on the border and people just get heated man like somebody's wearing red that week um the whole team like admit i don't know if they still do it but uh we would like if somebody wore red that week like anything like you're out like go home and change exactly uh come back but uh it's huge man um i mean yeah my last game 2021 uh we won beat them i think they were ranked 17th and we beat the badgers um crowd stormed the field i mean it was it was immaculate yeah i try to forget <laughs> about that one co and i think i mean you said it, man. i'm from minnesota and i went to college in wisconsin you're from Iowa, right? And you went to Minnesota, but there's yeah. a lot of people from Minnesota that go to Wisconsin, a lot of people from Wisconsin that go to Minnesota, and it's just the perfect shit-talking game. Like, Dr. Fax and Fosha, you guys need to understand, like, these programs fucking hate each other. Like, how many times did you guys win when you guys were at school, win or lose this rivalry? I think I'm I'm a one-three, lost three, and then Bo won every time. So I know you won, Co. So I was actually, I was going to say, I never lost the axe. Thanks for teeing me up for that one, Fax. Never lost the axe in four years. Part of the longest win streak in the rivalry history, 14 in a row from 2004 to 2017. But Co, you were on a couple different teams that won the axe. And Fax, so just so you know, when you win Paul Bunyan's axe, it's this huge trophy. It's like six feet tall, really long handle with all the different games inscribed on it. And oh, then one okay. side, yep, one side is red for the Badgers. One side is, you know gold i guess for the gophers and then you take the axe after the game and you chop down the goalposts and so it's, it's wait, wait, thing like parade it around the facility. chop it down or you really yeah like it you down. just kind of like yeah just but it's like oh, some fake okay. chops okay yeah. but your whole team gets around you're like, ah, ah, ah. and so co what i want to know is this i know in 2021 right when you won the axe you were in camp randall so would you rather win the axe you know at your home stadium or at your away stadium what which one's more satisfying um 2018 was kind of wild just because like nobody gave us like a chance to win that game obviously the streak like you guys had beat us 14 times previously yeah and uh yeah. that one was pretty sweet too um i don't know if you know andrew van ginkle yeah uh, plays for the dolphins great player. um so i played him in high school football and that was his last uh axe game and to take that from him, I can kind of hold that over his head too. But uh, <laughs> exactly. I would say uh, it's take a little sweeter being at home. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man, like we won the crowd stormed the field. Yeah. And it was petty. It was the pettiest thing I've ever seen. They started playing jump around. Oh, uh, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that it was petty. hilarious, man. Well, like when you lose a rivalry game, you can't say shit. Like you guys get to do what you want. You can't, man. man. Is that your song, Bo? Is that like your school song? Jump around, like after you win. It's the greatest tradition in college sports, facts. In in uh, the third quarter, it's not. Uh, it's not. After probably, the- yeah, let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's clearly not. Not even I'll, close. No. But I'll go send ahead. you a video of jump around from the sidelines that my sister no. took. Uh, but. <laughs> You play jump around in the third quarter after the third quarter at Camp Randall, and the whole student section is going crazy. The whole, um, you know, Camp Randall is like literally rocking. The press box is shaking. It's it's really cool. So for you guys to play that after winning the axe, fuck you, Co. I love <laughs> but it. I I always love beat because we when I think my senior year, like I said, I, I'm from Minnesota, went to Wisconsin. We won the axe and then chopped down the goalpost in TCF Bank at the time, and that there was something so sweet about that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, yeah. the the homecoming revenge game is yes, just the greatest thing ever. Yeah, so that's big props to you. Um, 
you gotta you just hold it over all your Minnesota people all the time. I was wondering, all like, the time. all the time. Were you recruited by Minnesota? You just like went to Wisconsin? Yeah, I was recruited by Tim Brewster, Minnesota. Uh, I oh, couldn't. That's a hard it. sell. That's, that's a hard sell. Yeah, Brewster's I'm, a hard sell. Yeah, Brewster wasn't for me, and uh, just a much better fit at Wisconsin. I went like my. My uncle played football at Wisconsin, and my my grandpa was an All American swimmer there, and both my parents went there, so it was kind of kind of predetermined a little bit. Keep it in the family, all right. Keep it in the family. But um, this might hurt me a little bit. But what what's your favorite Axe game memory? What's your favorite memory from you know playing Wisconsin and you know the game between the Gophers and the Badgers? What do you got for me? It was definitely um, twenty one. My last year when we won, um, had the Axe, got the Axe. It was in Minneapolis. Had a bunch of like friends from home, had my family there. Um, and then this was when I had a, I had a pretty nasty rat tail actually that year. Oh. I had like a shaved head and like an off center rat tail. <laughs> and That's so, uh, swag, son. <laughs> and I did it, I did it like halfway. I gotta show you a picture. I'll send yeah, you a picture. It's absolutely pick. disgusting. Oh my God. But I had it like halfway through the season and then we beat the, we won the game. Um, and it was like back in my house, like having all the boys over some drinks and stuff. And I had my buddy, it was still like all braided up. I had my buddy shave it off. <laughs> and then, uh, I actually, my tight ends, my tight ends coach, who is now at USF coaching tight ends. So he's down in Tampa with That's me. Sweet. Um, I gave it to him and he got it in like a <laughs> shadow, like, lock like, a, like a shadow yeah. box. You got like a photo yeah. of the, of the two, you guys, the ax, and then just your ratty rat tail. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, that was by far the best. I mean, my last game besides the bowl game that year, uh, yeah. that, that was the best. That was yeah. the best memory. Is your coach married? Like what happens if his <laughs> wife just opens up a drawer and see a fucking ponytail <laughs> in the drawer, a blonde oh, yeah, he's, ponytail. <laughs> he's, he's married. She knows. She knows. Okay. I'm part of the family, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's a real coach's wife for you. Facts. All right, Cole, we, we got to wrap here, but was, Telling the guys a little bit about our, our standing bet that we have. Uh, each year, Co and I do a bet on the Axe game. We like to keep it pretty simple. The winner of the game gets a case of beer. Co, you know I'm a Wisconsin guy, so when the Badgers whoop up on the Gophers this weekend, I'd love a big fat case of Miller, Miller Lite, preferably some long necks, but I'll take a power, a power can as well. I thought you were about to drop the spotted cow on me, man. You're going to go. Yeah, you got to fly all the way to Wisconsin. You got to fly to Wisconsin and get it for you. That'd be worth it. (laughs) Spotted cow Uh, slaps. (laughs) Man, I'd take some McGolden Light. I can't get that down here, man. Oh, I'll get you some McGolden. I tell you what, the Gopher, if the Gophers pull it off this weekend, I got a fat case of McGolden coming your way. Can't wait. It's going to taste real good. (laughs) Tastes real good, brother. Oh, look who it is. Expert gambler and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Cam Bray joining the pod for the Facts and King Parlay. Cam, look who we got for you. Hey, Co. God. Hey, Cameron. Good to see you, Mr. Yo, Bray. You too, Cam, dude. You, whatever you and Bo are doing with these fucking mustaches, I just feel so bad. Oh, Co's got whoever, a hot one too. Whoever is eating with you guys on Thanksgiving, I just feel so bad because... Those things are atrocious, boys. Atrocious. I thought mine looked pretty good. No, looked yours great. is at least it. Cam, no, like, bro, Cam I think has a I great can, mustache. I can Thanks, say, Cole. thank you, Cole. I, look, I can say yours is trimmed. I think Bose would look a lot better if it bro, got like a so per- funny fact. Bro, I've never trimmed my mustache one time ever. Well, look, so you bad. have a natural look. You're lucky. You have like a natural like flow going, but this guy Bo, like. <laughs> 
I feel like Bo can have a real nice one, but it just has to be trimmed up just a little bit. I think Bo looks handsome. Thank you, Cap. You're welcome. How's the suspension on that bad boy? It rides pretty well? Oh, it rides really well. Take it for a spin sometime, brother. (laughs) Facts, have you ever had just a mustache? Um, I have. I have. I have. Did you like it? Um I'm unsure. I'm unsure. I don't I don't I feel like with those shades and a stash, you could definitely like pass like Dominican. Like Dominican (laughs) baseball player. Bro, believe it or not, like no lie, when I had short hair, I've definitely gotten big poppy before. Like, like, like it's funny. Like Dude, sports fans, sick. sports fans are hilarious because they just like sometimes, like they think they know. Like I've gotten Mike Tyson before. I've gotten big poppy, and sometimes I'm just Mike like, Tyson I, is I, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and this is so mean. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Tyson, bro. But yeah, like like sports fans are funny with that. Like just getting people. And then more recently, I get LeGarrette Blunt <laughs> a lot. And um, I just think it's funny. And, and a lot of people, too, they think they're big time fans and they're, they'll be dead serious. Like, hey, like, I know what you, LeGarrette, like, you don't want people to know. Like, like I'll, I'll keep it low. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, you don't want. Appreciate you my- guys. Appreciate you. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I, I had that happen a couple weeks ago at a country concert. Everyone thought I was Trace Atkins. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked it up. He's like 55 years old, dude. Bro, is he, is he a big boy? I, I don't know. I was like, I was actually kind of hurt. Oh, my God. How that how that make you feel? Not good, bub. Not good. <laughs> it's well, it hurts wild- worse getting, getting called Trace Atkins or Ryan Jensen. Uh, <laughs> bro, well, the Jensen. thing is, not Definitely only do you Jensen. look like Jensen, but, like, y'all, like, pretty similar personality all right y'all this has been a good good podcast thanks for having thanks for coming on cam it's it's always a pleasure every week brother take that fucking shirt off bro you don't deserve that (laughs) okay let's fucking get into this cool are you just hold on are you just like guest guest star are you like no i just i just had to come say fuck you all right we were talking go for badger rivalry Oh, bro, that's one of my picks. Who do you got? Who do you got that? Yeah, who do you got? Who do you got? Come on. Uh, It's not me, by the way, guys. These are the models. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I got Minnesota plus two and a half. Yes. It's a right pick. Bro, we're going to actually the pod, bro. Bro, it's the models, dude. Big week. We're going... Iowa, Iowa's two and a half point underdogs, which is crazy against Nebraska. So I'm going to Iowa. I like Oregon State plus 13 and a half at Oregon. I love Michigan. <laughs> Go blue. Michigan minus three versus Ohio State. Kentucky plus seven at Louisville. This is a, t- sorry, my computer just pumped this one. I don't know why. Auburn <laughs> plus 15 versus Alabama. Auburn sucks. But, dude, rivalry game at Jordan Hare. I feel like they keep it close. I mean, my computer does. Um, and then Virginia Tech minus three at Virginia. Sorry, Fuck thanks. no. Fuck Dude, no. Virginia sucks. Bro, our quarterback was number two ranked quarterback this past week. And passer ratings and everything. Did, did, did you see that? Their receiver's actually good. Uh, Washington, right? Yes. Yeah. Talk about, wait, what college did you go to, Kim? Uh, no big deal. Ivy League Big. champion. Harvard Crimson. Oh, yeah. Really big football school. They're known for their football. 
Oh, dude, what's it, Who's your what's most hilarious? notable? Are you the most notable football player? Fitz. Fitz. No. Fitz. Oh, oh, damn, damn, Fitz. my bad, guys. Oh, I not even the mo- Cam's not even the most notable tight end from Harbor, bro. <laughs> dude, Kyle, you checks a fullback, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, so it's hilarious. The Ivy League, there's eight teams. There's no, like, championship games. So every year, there's unless there's, like, one dominant team. Like, this year, three teams won Ivy League. Oh, record. <laughs> 40% of the league was Ivy League champion. All right. For some goddamn reason on this podcast, even though we got four NFL players on the pod today, the suits don't let us talk about the NFL. We have to talk about college football. So all we can do is just smoke a little one-hitter, just a little NFL one-hitter. So here's our NFL one-hitters for the week. Start us off, Dr. Fax. My one hitter is going to Robert Sala finally benching Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson trucked him on the sideline during the game. I think he finally was like, this is the last straw. You fucking embarrass me on TV. You run me over. <laughs> it's cold out here. He was visibly that that I'm not going to lie. He's an older gentleman that hurt. I'm like, as much as he stood there and it didn't seem we all know, like if you get hit by someone in pads, full pads, when you don't have pads on that shit hurts for sure. So he was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Get to the bench. I love it. Sal is kind of jacked, man. Yeah. <laughs> Salah kind of gave him a little extra arm throw, man. He was sick of the shit. <laughs> like, him down a little bit, dude. It, honestly, he brought, Salah has to hate Zach Wilson, right? Like, hate the yeah. guts out of him. Like, yeah. detest him so much. Thinks he's such a wuss. Yeah, I think he threw a little something on it. I felt it seemed like it. It seemed personal. It, yeah. it, it was just hilarious all the way around, man. What's what's your one hitter, Bo? My one hitter is watching the uh, Monday Night Football game last night the Chiefs and the Eagles Jalen Carter diving through the center's legs to try to get an interception the thought of doing that has never even occurred to me in my entire life like I'd never even I don't know I, I was fucking blown away by that and he almost got it like Mahomes went to spike the ball and just it went right off of Jalen Carter's hands that would have been incredible but just like the balls like I don't even know the creativity I don't even know what to call it but to think to do that mid-game in that scenario and then to almost actually pull it off was is just unbelievable to me I, I loved it I want to see more of that <laughs> it's it's great so good that he said yeah I saw a kid do it on YouTube <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, like some kid in so high school good. got it that's funny as hell that's a fire play if you get it to work because realistically, it's never gonna work. Points. Yeah. Because no. yeah, but and realistically, like if it bounces the right way, if you get your hand, you might be able to just pop it up in the air, and someone can catch it. Just I think if Zach Wilson was throwing it, I bet you that's great. <laughs> <laughs> just his luck, yo. Cam, what do you got for us? I'm gonna give a shout out just to uh, Kareem Jackson, just playing the game <laughs> with absolute <laughs> reckless abandon, man. Just NFL street football. <laughs> Dude, he's lost like $500,000. Okay. But just the way yeah. the slow motion on that hit on Dobbs yeah. was outrageous. Like Dobbs' Listen. body, like, yes, he got entered the shadow realm. Shout out. Do you, do you, do you think crack or, or hitting with your helmet is more addicting? <laughs> like, honestly, honestly. For Kareem for, Jackson. Bro, the first play way. back, your first, bro, like. Dude, he's just out here for the love of the game. He doesn't even want to be paid, bro. He's it's dude, for like, free every week. As a, yo, you know, as an ex-player, 
you never want to see a guy lose have to lose money. But when you can't even defend him, like you can't defend it. Like how like you cannot defend it. It's just you can't leave with your helmet, bro. And to and to take two games off, it's like, yo, bro, it's like leaving rehab and going straight to the crack house, bro. Like, <laughs> like straight, like, like not like, like not even stopping at home, not even stopping at home. I'm going straight back and grabbing more crack. I, I can't believe it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they didn't kick him out the game. Like, well, dude, the like, best part is there's no flag on the play. And yes. then it's a four game suspension immediately <laughs> when the tapes bro. are released. That's oh awesome. my goodness. And then, and then on the tail end of that, what the hell kind of play is that? Like, why do you put your fucking quarterback in that position? I don't like it. Bro, it's <laughs> I don't like man. It. He can do it all. <laughs> exactly. You got to cherish him. He's your backup quarterback. Like, cut that out. Not, not for long. He's about to be in Minnesota. He's going to sign him to a mega deal. It's going to be great. <laughs> Cole, do you, do you got a one-hitter? Two weeks ago, man, just Tristan running with that ball. I don't know if that was talked about. Um, that's man, that's going, that's, going down. that's going down in history. I don't think Tristan out. has ever been that happy during a game. He kind of looked better with the ball in his hands than you, Co. Hey, he's had it more. He's had it the ball in his hands more than I have this whole year, man. I don't have a single catch. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Coming. Yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, we're 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 making him fall asleep on me. You know, we'll wake him up soon. <laughs> Love yes, you. Sir. Can't Hell wait, yeah, Co. <laughs> That's fire. Cool. That's all we got for you, boys. Co, thank you for joining us, Cam. Uh, See you next week. <laughs> and, Big uh, week of football, man. Everyone enjoy. <laughs> Damn, you're going to lose that Virginia bet. I'm telling you, Anthony Calandria, look him up. Remember him, number 10. Remember him. Oh, yeah, remember him, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks a lot, boys. There's a fucking crowded room on the pod today, but I love it. A lot of good fellas in here. All right, moving on. We got Thanksgiving this week, Dr. Fax. We got three games on Thursday for the NFL, one game on Friday and a lot of really good food to eat. What's uh what are you most excited about Dr. Fax? What's on the menu? Well, first off, I'm excited to cook my Kelly bronze Turkey. That's the Turkey company that I do a little um, work for, but I'm excited for sweet potato pie, bruh. Oh, and God. like, that's the one thing I wanted to ask you. I think white people make pumpkin pies, and yeah. I want to ask you, do, do you, are, are you, is someone in your family going to be making pumpkin pie? Yeah, my mom's making pumpkin pie. My mom's a great cook, so, you know, just <laughs> let's just get that out of the way, all right? She's a fucking great cook, but white Thanksgiving, not... black Thanksgiving are a little different. I feel like there's different no, foods yeah, on the No, yeah, they're, menu, they're different, know? but I'm not saying, I don't think that, like, they're different. I don't think that your food, like, is, like, is nasty, like, at, like, at all, but we just have... It's a different menu. It's it's, it's a, a different, different menu. menu. Like mac and cheese, we would ne- we wouldn't eat mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Oh, mac oh and man, I, I I'm in charge of making the mac and cheese. I like, feel like for that's our a Thanksgiving. Thing, honestly, yeah, but it's yeah. I, I love I love having mac and cheese. That that's funny. You guys don't. Well, um, do you guys do like rice and gravy or? Um, I mean, so we do stuffing. I feel like stuffing and dressing yeah. are like not quite the same. So I want to know. I, like, I don't like Dr. when people Pack, call it dressing. I don't really? like when people call in dressing, but like down south, I think that's they call it dressing. I, uh, up north, me growing up personally, uh, it was called stuffing. And yeah. yeah, I like stuffing or like stuffing casserole. People like spice it up. I, yeah. I, I like that. How about cranberry sauce? <laughs> so I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to cranberry sauce. And by that, I mean, give me that fucking <laughs> right out of the can, baby. <laughs> Well, yeah, my mom's no. going to see this. <laughs> you like that sound effect? That sound. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
Yo. Yo. Uh, but yeah, what is it about that? That shit is like it's like animal food, but that shit is good. I know what you're talking good. about. Dude, Sliding out that can and right slicing off. it. Yeah. yeah, there's something about that, man. But here's the thing. This is what I want to tell you about what we used to do when I was growing up, and we still did it for a shamefully long time after like we were already grown. But we did this thing called seven layer jello. Okay. And I feel like I want to know what your thoughts are on this and whether or not you'd eat it. <laughs> But it's, it was like almost like a dessert menu item, but we would eat it like with our actual meal, like before we had the pies and shit for dessert. And basically what that is, is my mom would take all these different flavors of jello, right? So yep. classic jello and make this huge bowl with these different rainbow layers of like, different flavors of jello. So you'd have one that was like lime green and then she would that mix. That sounds fire. Really? Okay. Cause I've gotten a lot of shit for this in the past from guys in the locker room. But like she would do, some of them would be like the cloudy layers. She'd bake it with like sweetened condensed milk. And so, but, but it would literally oh. be like this giant tub of jello and you just scoop it out and you eat it and like each flavor is different. It's just a medley of different flavors <laughs> in your mouth. That was a so, big thing in the Allen family growing up. Seven layer jello. Seven layer jello sounds yeah. lit. I'll but see I, if I can I find a pick and I'll send yeah, it to you. Yeah, you got you to gotta send me a pick, but that sounds... That sounds lit. I'm trying to think if there's anything that is is anything else that's different. No, I just think um that that's the biggest the Well, biggest. ham versus turkey is always a huge debate. I know you're a turkey guy, but whenever I was in the locker room like it's it's so different, man, cuz like I don't know about you, but like for me like you know, this is maybe my second year where I'm not playing. I get to enjoy Thanksgiving and like I was always so pissed when I was playing like you know, during the season and like, you're seeing everyone post their plates and my family's all like, you know, drinking wine and eating all this great food. And I'm like having some shitty Turkey at the facility in the cafeteria. You know what I mean? So I'm so excited to just be home, watch football, eat some, some amazing food and just, and chill out, man. It's going to be absolutely fucking awesome. No, I agree. Me too. And I'm, I'm kind of happy now that me and my girl, we have the baby. It's like, people want to come to us. So, um, it's going to be fun hosting our first Thanksgiving with, with the, with the newborn and yeah, we're excited. Buddy in town too, right? Yeah. yeah. And I got my homeboy, homeboy in town. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun times. Um, I'm excited and hopefully, um, you guys at the Bose residence have the, the Allen res- residence. <laughs> have at the a Butter King, great... the Butter yeah. King residence. Uh, the Butter you wanna... King. <laughs> Facts, you, you want to hear did... about my most depressing Thanksgiving I ever had? Oh my God. Go ahead. So we, in 2015, I was with the Eagles, and we played on Thursday. It was November 26th. We played in Detroit on Thanksgiving, and I am like, I'll be honest with you, dude. We got blown out. Like, they yeah. beat the brakes off of us. Stafford was there. We lost. I had to look it up because I remember it was so bad. We lost 45 to 14, and it's- they gave us the weekend off. <clears throat> so I didn't – I had a friend in Detroit, and he, like, invited me to his family Thanksgiving. It was, like, one of those games where, like, I probably played, like, 20, 30 snaps, but, like, I got fucked up on a screen. Like, the offensive lineman, the guard peeled back, you know, and, like, lit me up, and they ran the screen all the way down to the goal line, and I was, like, kind of, like – he got me pretty good. They ran all the way down to the goal line, had, like, two goal line plays right in a row. So, like, it was a physical game. We got the shit beat out of us, and then I had to go to my friend's family Thanksgiving – in Detroit where I didn't know anybody and they're all huge Lions fans and all they wanted to do was talk about the game. 
So long story short is like I bought a handle of Maker's Mark and drank the whole thing. <laughs> That's funny. I'm almost positive when I was on the Bears, I, I lost at Detroit on Thanksgiving also. It's a I'm bad like, I'm, feeling. I'm, yeah, 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 it is. It is. Having to fly back home and um, eat Thanksgiving and, and watch all the replays yeah. be basically your your game because there's only a couple of games on that day. Yep. <laughs> and like now, like and for the next couple of days until Sunday comes back around, all the highlights are you losing on Thanksgiving. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, I'm watching Matt Stafford eat the big ass turkey leg on repeat. ESPN the turducket. The turducket. Yeah, <laughs> at a family's house where I don't know anybody. All they can do is talk about how great the lions are after we just got our asses kicked i'm concussed i'm drunk on maker's mark i just want to be home in front of the fire with my family but anyway that's kind of what life in the nfl looks like on thanksgiving for for those of you that are wondering yeah it's not good for everyone's entertainment out there making those parlays and all those bets and you can't wait to watch football think about the players sometime think about them and how horrible it is to not be able to sit at home and have a nice fat Thanksgiving meal and watch TV because everyone wants to do that. It's a treat, man. <laughs> so great pod today. Dr. Facts. I love it. Had some great guests. Really looking forward to rivalry weekend in college football. At the end of the day, be thankful. There you go. Great way to end the show, guys. Um, make sure you tune in every Wednesday to Facts and the King. Hit us, hit us up on all social media platforms. Like, comment, and subscribe. Share and with a friend. Check out the boys who are filling in on Greenlight Podcast. Episode hey. drops on Friday. It'll be a fun one. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're we're running a we're running a double header today, me and my guy Bo. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Episode nineteen. We're rolling through these episodes, and we'll see you next week. Ah!